Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the lounge. Uh, another episode. Oh, wow, this is very too loose. Um, but uh, welcome back. It's the Saturday, the first show of the month of February. Um, but it's good to be back. And I hope everybody's having a good weekend so far. Um, I have my roommate here, Lauren. So we're just going to talk about some stuff. Hopefully it's a little bit. I don't know. We'll just see what happens. <laughs> Um, but we're just going to start off with some, uh, some music. So, uh, so d- this is your time. Just, uh, put it on, put it on like the speaker mode. If you say, get some coffee. We'll be right back. It's a good, uh, that's a good start. It's a great start. Steely Dan, Midnight Cruiser. Hopefully, you came back to join us here. But 
What's going on? How we doing? What's up? What do you have to say to the world right now? I initially want to apologize because last week I made my bet on who's going to do well in the game. And unbeknownst to me, I bet on the one person that played two minutes and was out of the game. Yeah. Cam Jones. <clears throat> but on the other hand, I was right. So, On what? I was right. Oh, so Wigadaro. Oh. <laughs> I said he was going to score 17 to 19. He scored 22 or somewhere around there. But, hey, I like that. Yeah. I can't, can't really, uh, I don't know. That's just the way to do it sometimes. You just got to guess, and hopefully it's right. But uh, I guess who's your who's your pick today, then? Oh, by the way, uh, there's a game today at 1, so should, you should Edwards, watch Georgetown. it. Yep. My bet, I think I'll go the safe bet and go Kolak again. I know it's. Oh, yeah. He'll cook. Yeah, I think he'll do good. He's been he put up thirty two our last game that we watched against Villanova on the road. Yep. Yeah, he did. Thirty thirty two smackaroonies. I think someone can fact check me on this, but I think last week I was like, I really want Cam Jones to have a good week or Kolek. Kolek had four points and Cam Jones got injured and left the game. So announcer's curse. I don't no, if maybe I should be making any more picks anymore, but my guess is Kolak. That's a good guess. I'd probably go with um I feel like David Joplin again. Yeah. He's been having a great season. He's been having a really good season. And uh I don't know, he's just really good. Like he's found the the rhythm from the three point land. They've been getting in the ball a lot and he's been making the shots. So mm-hmm. I don't know. You can't. I mean, that's all you can really ask for a guy like that. And I think he's picked up at, uh, the defense as I've watched the press conferences. They say they want to get him more involved on the defensive end. He had a few blocks against Villanova. Yeah. So he's a big. He's a big guy. Strong guy. Strong guy. Doing well. Um. But yeah, the the main guy is is Kolek. I think he he'll. I think he'll be right on that one. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. So the game. Uh, play uh playing Georgetown today, and then next week is is National Marquette Day. Oh yeah, which should be a really fun time. I am uh, <coughs> if things go to plan, we'll have the uh, the um the the gathering of the two teddies, and uh, we will relive our experience in Europe again. If you if anybody has missed that, but um. Yeah, my brother and then the other Teddy. So we'll have two Teddies. Um, just a great time. But hopefully ho- hopefully that's the case. It's just a little preview to next week. But I'm not t- entirely sure. Uh, but anyways, National Marquette Day should be a fun time either yeah. way. We had uh, talked last week that there wasn't much to talk about. And we were thinking about things to talk about. Yeah, that's true. quite an eventful week since then. So... Yeah, we uh we we got woken up in yeah, the middle of the night. I was cranky. I was upset. Um there was a uh fire in our building <laughs> in our dorm, yeah. In our dorm and I thought so the way that our room is set up is both of our beds face each other. We went to bed around like 10 that night. I remember it was really early. Went to bed around 10. Zach and I never really go to bed early between two STEM majors where one of us is at least in the library until like... I try to I try to go to bed at a decent hour, but it never happens. But we stay up pretty late doing homework most nights, at least on the weekdays. Yes. But we finally went to bed early this one night. I was like, wow, we'll get some sleep. We both go to bed, and then we just hear this... <laughs> and then... We both just like sit up out of our bed and <laughs> just kind of look at each other and we're like, "Are you joking?" Like, I didn't believe it was real at first, and then like, they said, "Get the the thing said, get out of the fire, fire, get out of the building." You know, I was like, I was like "What oh. idiot pulled the fire alarm?" Like, you've got to be kidding me! And <laughs> Zach got out of bed and I was like, "Are you putting on socks?" And he was like, "Yep, I did." I was like, "I'm not doing all that. I just want to go outside and come back in five minutes." <laughs> so we get into the. I don't put on a sweatshirt. I don't put on socks. I'm wearing like. The Birkenstock clogs with, um, like, PJ pants and just a T-shirt. And it was probably, like, 
like 20, 30 degrees outside. It was outside. like 30 degrees outside. And we got into the stairwell. And as soon as we got in the stairwell, I knew I made a mistake because everybody was in their coats. Everyone was in their coats. Everyone was in sweatshirts, but no one was moving. It was stacked like all the way up to the eighth floor, which is what we live on. And it started to smell like smoke. And I was like, oh, shoot. I made the wrong call. Well, yeah. And those are one of those moments where you're just like, really? Well, I got a little scared because, um, like I was smelling smoke on the eighth floor and no one was moving down the stairs. And I was like, it was getting worse as we were going down. So I thought the fire was on a lower floor, but turns out it was in the basement and a dryer caught fire or someone's clothes caught fire. I don't really know. They explained it in a kind of dorm wide email that it was a small lint fire. However, there's a photo of like a white, drying machine that like almost fully turned black because it like was all on fire yeah fully burned and there's a video on it (laughs) um but i i think the funny part of the someone that took the video was um that person took their time to record the video instead of pull the fire alarm the fire alarm wasn't going off it wasn't going off and so he so this person took a video (laughs) this is what's what's wrong with uh, some people these days and there was a literal like actual fire spitting out of the back of the machine you could see it yeah yeah there was a fire coming out and this dude's re- recording it and you're i saying. almost wonder if that was like not the person whose clothes it was because they probably, probably wasn't but still oh yeah it, it's like uh you know that bystander effect that we need to go to <laughs> i think I already he needs went to go to it, to it. i didn't go to it the bystander training at marquette I think bystanding is important, like learning about it, but it took so long. Oh, really? It's hot in that room that we had that bystander training in. Again, I think it's important, and I'm glad that they make us do it, but that dude and or girl who filmed that video should have gone to bystander training. I think they need to, and I'll take them. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, we, on our walk uh, to and from the podcast last week, we were like, man, what do we talk about? Like. This is something to talk about. Fire safety. Yeah, we got our, our wishes granted. Fire safety. Make sure you clean out the, the lint rack when you go to use your dryer because I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Yeah, my mom always taught me that. I didn't really do my laundry until college, like my own laundry, but yeah, she same. was like, if you're ever going to do it, you always have to clean the trap. And I always thought it I was always fun. I like doing I it. I like doing it. It's kind of disgusting, but I like doing it. I guess so. Um, But yeah, that's... uh. That was a situation, and how long do you think it like took from start to finish of the the? Didn't meh. we get in at like twelve? It was like I after it was twelve, like twelve thirty. So oh. at least like an hour, maybe an really? hour. Really, it was half. an hour. Mm-hmm. That didn't feel like an hour to me. It felt kind of short, but I was freezing, so yeah, it felt like an hour for me, <laughs> probably. But you also went in Maddie's car. Yeah, Maddie was coming home from work and was nice enough to offer a spot in her warm car, which was yeah. nice. I did see Michael, which, by the way, happy birthday, Michael Healy. Yeah. Um, happy birthday, Michael. I'm sorry that he couldn't. I was, I was, I was, I really tried to get him on here, but I don't think he was in uh, his element, and I don't think he's in his element right now. He's hibernating. But um, unfortunately, we we were unable to get him on the show for his birthday, but. It's coming. It's coming where he will he will finally attend. I'm try I'm trying. I'm trying my best. And I also we'll 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 just see. We'll just see how it goes. But um Yeah, so happy birthday to him. But I was I was with um I went over to him and then this is when you left mm-hmm. to go to Maddie's car. So I was just chilling with them and then I just got so cold really fast and that's why I called you. I was like, Is there extra room in your car? It was not that much room. Yeah, but we I were went only in there for, for like yeah. I <laughs> got in for like two seconds, and they're like, "All right, everybody's going back in." Yeah. And the crazy part is that when we went back in, they made all 460 people scan their ID to get back into the building. Yeah, I don't know why, and I didn't have my ID, which is funny enough because I lost my ID at Jimmy John's. Yeah. So we're gonna have to go there after <laughs> that to get. It. Yeah, we had to. Um, we had to find a way into the building today. I just, I just, uh, I walked past the front desk, 
at the night of the Schrader fire. Really? Well, yeah. I I didn't I didn't have my ID and I didn't want to. People were waiting. People were waiting to yeah, like give their number. Four hundred people waiting like, to go home and fall asleep. Like people were waiting outside the desk to give them their their like ID number. I'm like, what's just walk past them, bro? Yeah. Like, I don't know how are you gonna let every single student scan in to go back to bed. Like, I get the security, but that was just that was a little egregious. It was a little uh, excessive. I don't because it took to. us almost like 20 minutes to get in solely because of that. It was like a herd of animals. Yeah. Coming in. <laughs> Except instead of herding the animals, every animal every, has to scan their yeah, ID. Yeah, you have some people that are uh, and give your like eight-digit Marquette ID yeah. number. Some uh, what was I gonna say? Yeah, some people like in like uh, bath towels and shower towels and it some was just people, a fun situation. A lot of people were still up. Like they were like, no, yeah, I know stuff, people were so. still up. Some people were st- definitely still up. Was that on what? Was that on Wednesday? Um, no, it was on Tuesday. Tuesday, yep. Tuesday, because Wednesday I had the. It was. It was Wednesday. I thought it was Tuesday because I had two. Uh, nope, you're right. It was Tuesday. Two assessments, on uh, Wednesday. Yep, Tuesday at 11.36 p.m. Texted my family. I said, I get to sleep at 10 p.m. tonight for the first time all week. Me and Zach get into bed, try to get some eight to nine hours of sleep. Then at 11, there's a fire, and we all have to leave. I feel like I'm allergic to getting that, like, eight to nine hours of sleep. I was just telling you. I don't know why my uh, timer is, like, set to 6:30 or 6:40 your body clock it's so weird like i we went to bed pretty late because we were watching spider-man so it was like mm-hmm. one yeah somewhere on there and i uh, i wake up and it's 6 6 30 so like what what is that i obviously go back to sleep but your body wants to get up at 6 30 i don't know why like complete like my alarm set for nine i wake up a whole two hours before that it's kind of weird, but I, uh, as you said, that's probably a good thing, I guess. I just need to, I just need to learn how to just get up from there. Mm-hmm. But and that's in this case, I didn't want to get up at six thirty. But that's interesting because you don't have any classes at seven, so it's not like. Why well, don't? Yeah, my earliest class is at eight. It's not like you consist. I mean, do you get up at six thirty for eight a.m.? Um, I think I did on Thursday, but okay. I went. I fell asleep till like seven. Okay, so it's not like you're getting up at six thirty every day. I'm and not like out of yeah. bed for your eight a.m. I'm just waking up. Yeah, that's that interesting. I'm opening my eyes at six thirty. Because when I went back for Christmas break, I had all eight a.m.s and nine a.m.s last semester, so there wasn't a day that I woke up past eight a.m. for my nine a.m. or seven a.m. for my eight a.m. Yeah. Um, I went back home for break and. The first week of break, none of my friends were back from school um, mm-hmm. or for break Yeah, at Madison, Minnesota, Eau Claire, UWM. Like, they all still had their finals a week after us. So I kind of had a free trial week of break where yeah. I, just, I was just kind of alone. My sister wasn't there yet. So I just, like, slept a lot. Every single time I went to bed, no matter how late it was, I couldn't wake up past, like, 7.30 or 8. So you're so used to it. Yeah. Yeah. My, like, I... I set zero alarms that entire week, and my body naturally could not go back to bed past. Did you finally adjust? It took me like a solid week or really? two it took you to like. But it it's not gonna happen for you, I don't think, because just on weekends. What well, still occurs like, on weekends? I know, but it's not like a, too, a consistent enough period of time where you can just. Yeah, kinda like I need to get Dylan in here. In. Dylan knows a lot about sleep. It was uh, was because t- he's in Europe, and I was like, "How are you adjusting to the sleep?" And he gave me this whole lecture. I was unbelievably jet lagged when we went to Europe, summer before college. I wasn't when I went to Europe, but I guess that doesn't count because I was only there a week. I vividly remember, like, I was there for two weeks. My sister and mom were there for a month almost, and. When I first flew into, or no, I first flew into Rome, 
I was sleeping on like a pull-out couch in our um, Airbnb and it was like two in the morning and I just remember watching Stranger Things on my phone because I couldn't fall asleep whatsoever and I didn't fix my sleep until we left Rome which was like almost three days later yeah it's a it's a tough tough thing to do is to just a jet lag in that sort of sense I could never understand because you can get jet lag wait sorry you could get jet lagged in the US right yeah I mean it's really any different time you're flying from Boston to LA yeah probably gonna get jet lagged a little bit you could even get jet lagged from like I guess an hour, but it's not going to be as bad. It's not like you're going to stay up like yeah, three I never hours later. But Carmen got tired earlier, I believe. My sister Carmen got tired uh, over break because she's from Boston where it's later there. So yeah, like It's only an hour, though. But at like at 10 p.m., that was her 11 p.m., and she'd be going to bed. Or like at 9 p.m., it'd be her 10, and she'd kind of oh, feel yeah. like going to bed. But you're right. It's not as bad. But if you're going from, like, Washington to New York, it's probably, like, five hours, did you say? Uh, it's two hours. Yeah, it's three hours. Nope, five hours. Nope. Two here. It's three. Yeah, Pacific Standard Time is three hours behind Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I personally enjoy it. <laughs> it's weird. I enjoy it, like whenever we're at the coast or whatever or it's like the time change it's like cool because it'll make oh yeah my friends are going to bed or i'm like about to go to bed and they're still awake i think that's kind of cool just the way the the world works and they say that the earth is flat (laughs) it was difficult (laughs) it was difficult like talking to my friends at home when i was in europe because Mm. you'd wake up say for example i'd wake up at 9 a.m in europe they're still where, in bed. Where I was in Europe was Italy, and it's seven hours ahead of Central Standard Time. Yep. So it would be two in the morning over there. Now, I could, like, hope that, like, my friends pulled, like, a late night, and I could text them for, like, maybe an hour. But then I'd have to wait until at earliest they would wake up, and Central Standard Time would probably be 9 p.m., right? Mm-hmm. Say maybe... 8 a.m. instead of 9 a.m. But regardless, that's... What is that? 9, 10? That's like 5 p.m. in Europe. Yeah, I know. That's I mean, that's how it is with, with, uh, with Dylan. Um, we'd, we'd be texting him at like, like... Like he's texting us right now. Um, but it's probably like... It's 5 a.m. there. No, it isn't. Yeah, 7 hours. It's 10 o'clock here, 10.30. 5 a.m. In, in, in Italy? 10 plus 2 is 12. Plus 5 is 5 a.m., 5.30 a.m. It is not in the morning. Yeah, it is. Oh, 5 p.m. Oh, there you go. 5 p.m. Good yeah, call. Yeah, it's like 5 p.m. there. But, like, w- yeah, so, like, if we're texting and it's, like, 9, 10 p.m. here, they're, like, out. Unless they're, obviously, going yeah. out, but... Because it sucks. Because their afternoon is our morning. Yeah, it's like weird. Then our afternoon is their nighttime. That's why I always like. Every, I mean, all like all the game like when we watch when I watch a soccer game and it's like, two, it's a two o'clock kickoff or it's like one thirty and stuff. It's like a night game. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, and it's unfortunate because we both like. I would argue our favorite sports are pretty international sports. You really love soccer, and tennis. I really love tennis. Yeah. But the Australian Open. Oh, yeah. 3 a.m. Like, all the matches I really like watching are the first few rounds because I can... I've gotten to the point in watching tennis where I can predict, like, what's going to happen in the later rounds. Like, who's... Like, after seeing how they play during the tournament, I can kind of see, like, who's going to win. And I successfully guessed it this Mm -hmm. time around for the Australian Open. But the first few rounds are always exciting. It's like March Madness, you know? No, oh, yeah, yeah. But That's the Australian up. Open was so far away that all the games would be at like three or four in the morning. Yeah, I know. I was like, I'm not staying up for that. Like, talk about jet lagged if you went there. Yeah, if you're it's an like athlete. you're literally going a day behind us, right? Or is it ahead of us? I think ahead. Ahead. Yeah. 
That's like weird because if you like live in California and you just go keep going west, you're like going into the future essentially. I just realized cheating yourself out of a day. Someone said it's like a 20 hour flight to Australia and I had the stupidest epiphany. For some reason up until now, I thought the longest you could be on a plane was 24 hours. Because if you fly 24 hours, that means you made one full cycle of a day, which means you went around the earth, Mm -hmm. which just is not true at all. I just realized that. Like, that's now that I think about it, it was the stupidest idea that I had. But I was like, no way Australia is 20 hours away when you can only be flying for 24 hours until you circle the earth. But that's just not how that works at all. Yeah, that's not how... (laughs) I could get really confused of talking about hours, dude. Yeah. I'm not like, <laughs> I don't I don't know, bro. It's just weird. That's just a, that's a long flight to be on. I mean, 24 yeah, hours. Like a 13 hour flight that I've heard people make or like, it's, that's crazy. Like, what do you, I can't imagine you're just sitting there and you just can't do anything for 13 hours. I'm trying to remember. I flew solo to europe from chicago to iceland and then from iceland to rome um flight time to iceland from chicago um yeah it was let's see i went to reykjavik um we're gonna figure this out it took seven hours to fly there which isn't that bad and then it probably took another like uh how long like five you think Iceland, Italy. Six. Six hours. Eight mm-hmm. hours. Eight hours. So, like, combined, it was probably around, like, 13. But I had... I got stuck in Iceland when I was there, like, my... Yeah. But... <laughs> Love traveling. I was getting yeah, so yeah. bored on the plane. Yeah. Just, I, like, I, alone. I know. You just can't, like... I don't know. It's... <laughs> I mean, you just, you look at those videos, like those, uh, um, Emirates planes where they have like the whole bed and like the whole like yeah. private room. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. The expensive ones. It'd be nice to fly one of those once in my life, but I don't know. Like you get your own, like there's a door and stuff and then yeah, you're, you're, it's you're, your own little like suite. Yeah. And your, uh, your chair turns into a bed. Yeah. I dude. feel like, how is that safe? Like what if know. you get the turbulence and you're just bouncing up and down? I have no clue. You got like a TV in there and stuff. Yeah, bro. There's You're always that. Was, who's that dude that does it? Um, Casey Nice. Yeah, that dude. That yeah. guy. That guy was always flying, so he's always. That dude's interesting. I just saw a video of him getting the new Apple Vision Pro, the VR from Apple. It's yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. That I heard. I just saw, we just saw an ad about that. I think. Yeah, I just saw him the other day on my phone out of nowhere. Casey Nice. Yeah. I used to watch him when I was younger. I saw his all his uh, his airplane ones. Oh, yeah. It would just be like, guys, I'm I'm booked like a thirteen thousand dollar plane ticket. Is it worth it? Is uh, yeah, is this worth it to go on this? I'm like, what? I don't remember much from the flight, honestly. Like I don't remember if I was sitting next to anyone, if I had my own row. I I really don't remember anything from the Iceland flight. But have you ever had your own row before? Oh yeah. I was flying uh to Boston to visit my sister in the summer and I got my own row. Oh nice. Yeah, I I have as well. There was a flight from Nashville to O'Hare. No. Nashville to Midway or whatever. There was like there was like barely anybody that was on that plane cuz it was like late late at night. Yeah, I feel like it might be a little different from you too cuz you do you fly out of Midway or O'Hare? Uh usually Midway. Okay. I feel like well, then maybe it's the same. General Mitchell in Milwaukee is a little bit of smaller of an airport. So. Is it like, I feel like it's like Midway. Yeah. Midway's small. I was going to say, if you're flying out of O'Hare, the odds of you getting like a a full row to yourself may be a lot smaller. Than well, we flew into O'Hare one time, like where you came back from a place. And our walk back to like, we walked back to like where like the Ubers pick you up and stuff. That was so like a very long walk. Really? Like a, an ex, like I felt like. Like, so used to Midway where it's, like, right there. Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to walk. Oh, here, it's, like, you walk, like, a decent amount because it's a very just long strip of 
I don't even know. Just terminals. So you just. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. Because it's so big. General Mitchell is pretty manageable. Just like three concourses. Mm-hmm. That's not bad at all. Uh, but O'Hare, O'Hare's cool. I mean, yeah. it's just big. I and mean, it's funny because it's like right by where I live, too. It's like you get 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Yeah. It's right I, there. I flew out of there and I was sitting at my gate to go to Iceland. And I was like, okay, 30 minutes to go. No one's here. It's a little weird, but whatever. I got here early. I <laughs> check my gate again on my phone. Like, I keep refreshing the app and it's like A27 or whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> there. And I'm like, okay, still nothing, like 20 minutes and then 10 minutes to go. There's not even like a person at the desk and the flight isn't on the thing. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm actually getting like kind of concerned. Like my sister and mom were already in Italy and they're waiting for me. And I was thinking to myself, if I screw up the flight and I miss my flight, that would be so bad because <laughs> they're like waiting for me and I just... So I was like, okay, I'm I'm going to go check the board. And then I look at the board and it said Reykjavik C27. And I was just like, oh my gosh. Where were you at? Were you in the right a. one? I was in oh. A. But they changed it on the board, but not on my phone. So I, I was wearing Birkenstocks, like, which are like sandals. I took them off because I was like, I have to run, like actually run. And I ran and I was like, one of the last people on the plane. <laughs> wow. But yeah. I've never had to run in an airport before. That's what I was thinking to myself. I was thinking I've never seen someone run. I've only seen it in movies. Like, is this an appropriate time to run or should I just walk really fast? And I started walking really fast, like checking my phone to see if I was making time. I was like, I'm not making time. I actually have to run. This is embarrassing, but I have to run. So I took off my shoes and I ran. Yeah. Glad I did. <laughs> yeah, you made it. <laughs> I don't know how I would have explained to my mom and sister that I didn't make the trip solely because I... Well, part of it's not your fault. If they changed the thing and they didn't yeah. change it on your phone, that's how are you supposed to know? But I would have given them a call and like, missed my only flight. Sorry. Yeah, going back home. <laughs> I was glad I made it. Yeah, for real. Um, but cool. Yeah, I I think I don't know. Flying is such an interesting thing to me. I always I don't think it's like exciting, but I don't think it's like boring at the same time. I used to really like flying as a kid, and like I was not afraid of turbulence at all. But now I think way too much about it, and turbulence scares me a little bit. Well, I just <laughs> I just kind of watched the. A scary movie about a plane. Oh no! Yeah, have you? It's a new movie. It's on Netflix. I should put it out there. It's called uh, Society of the Snow. It's about nineteen I, seventies, I think, somewhere about this. It's a Uruguayan uh, rugby team going on a. They went on a trip to uh, Chile, and then their plane crashed in the Andes. Oh my gosh! And I think. Like twenty-seven of them survived the cra- the crash, so they and they had absolutely nothing, and their only shelter was the plane that they were still in, like part of the plane, and they survived. They had to survive. Was it in nothing. English or Spanish? It was all in Spanish. Okay. Um, but it was really it's a really good movie. It's really uh, what's the word for it? It's like eye-opening because you're just like, damn, these dudes really had to go. They had to go through all this. I'm not going to spoil it or anything, so nobody has to worry about that. But Yeah, my sister and I watched this show <sighs> as a kid called Flight 29 Down, which it has the guy from um, High School Musical. Uh, let's see if I can find his name. I think Blade Rogers. But... It was essentially the same thing. It was like a group of teenagers that were flying, and then their flight crashed, and they had to live on an island yeah, alone. And stuff like that scares me. But Castaway. Thomas. Tom Hanks. My boy. I've never seen Castaway. What? Mm-hmm. Never. You, know, you don't know the Wilson? Wilson. Uh, Volleyball? Yeah. I've heard of it only because we named our dog Wilson, and everyone that we would say his name to, we 
they'd say, oh, what's his name? I'm like, oh, Wilson. They're like, oh, Wilson. Has uh, your sister or your mom seen it? I'm not sure. That's not the reason we named him Wilson, but everyone seems to think it is. It's got to be. It's got to be, yeah. It's a classic. It's a really mm-hmm. good movie. Yeah, I've never seen it. Should. I'd recommend it. It's, it's a, cl- it's a plane classic. crash on an island? or? Uh, he think he just crashed in the ocean. Uh, he just uh, swam. Made it to land. Yeah. All all the I I'd argue all the, like almost all the Tom Hanks movies are classics. Like Polar Express. Yeah, Polar Express big. Have you seen uh, another flight movie with Tom Hanks is was it Captain Sully? What oh yeah, it? Sully. Yeah. Sully. That's another one. I don't know if it's a classic. But I it's I haven't newer, seen that one. I think uh 2016. Okay, maybe not newer, but he f- Toy what Story. Is? Oh yeah, I keep forgetting he's in that. Toy Story. Um, what else is he in? A Man Called Otto. Yes. That one. I don't know. He's Forrest Gump. That's uh, that's Trey's movie. Oh yeah. That's Trey's movie. What nah. do, you, do you have like a favorite movie or favorite few? Uh, I like the Star Wars movies a lot. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I mean, I grew up on the Star Wars movies, so I guess they're my favorite. Yeah. They're just you can't. It's hard to beat. It's hard to beat those, in my opinion. It's really hard to beat those because those are really good. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to <laughs> we need to have that one guy on the podcast yeah. about. Movies. Oh yeah, we need to have Brennan. <laughs> Brennan. Uh, does he have a show? He might. I think he does. Let's check the board right there. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. So I uh, we met last weekend. We met a uh, character. A character in, or just uh, he's just a guy that goes here. I'm pretty sure he has a, a radio show, but he. Uh, I started talking to him. Well, I was introduced by my buddy. I started talking to him, and very intricate man. Um, very was like knowledgeable knowledgeable about things he pronunciates things very well he's a movie buff big movie buff and um short long story short but he he, uh (laughs) i showed i pulled out on my phone which i was proud of at the moment my note doc of movies i need to watch and he pulled out a note doc that was way more intricate than mine sorted by genre shorted or sorted by like five star three star sorted by actors i was like producers and he had a whole like excel sheet he had like three three things and yeah you could just ask him any question he'll give you the answer to it you can ask him about moving he's like haven't got around to that one but i'll uh (laughs) sorry that's i mean that's like what do we ask him if he saw barbie saw barbie (laughs) did he see barbie yeah, he's like, can't say I did, can't say I will. Can't say I did, can't say I will, or something. I don't <laughs> he's know. A great guy. Great guy, but he knows a lot. He about knows a movies. lot about a lot about movies. He gave us the top ten movies, and I, I respect to him. One of the movies was made in the 1930s, so that's in the top ten. Yeah, I think one of the ones that I talked with him about that I liked recently was Oppenheimer. I saw it three times. I saw it once. For a three-hour movie, it's a lot. But it's a lot. It's nine hours. I really liked it. I liked it, but I, I just... I know this is a very hot take, but I just... It was really good, but I the, I thought it was underwhelming. Really? Yeah. I thought... And uh, when I first when I saw it with Dylan and his friends, they were like... I, I swear, they were like interrogating me. They were like, why is it like this? I'm like, that's an opinion. <laughs> I just thought it was underwhelming because it got all this hype and I was like yeah it's just the first time I watched it, it was so confusing I had no clue what was going on so I was just like confused I was confused too because I think there's just I think there's just so many characters in it I was like who who is this who's this guy and then I mean I know what is it what's his name Nolan the guy that directs all these stuff uh yeah Christopher Nolan. I know all of his movies are kind of uh, confusing in a sense. They're thought provoking. Yeah, they're very thought sure. provo- provoking. But I, I, I don't. I just, 
people are saying it's it's one of the best movies of all time which i could see why because of like the production the story and everything but i for a movie that's deemed the greatest of all time i don't know why i just thought it was underwhelming i one for that long too one kind of genre that's different that i like honestly is are the wes anderson films um what are some of those Fantastic Mr. Fox is one of my favorite. Oh, those? It's it's yeah, a little a weird. Movie. Like he's an uncomfortable director, which it's not typical. He's an atypical like kind of director, but it he, I mean people like it. He is just very I don't know how to put it in words, but he has a very like specific way of directing movies with a specific like theme or feel. Usually it's like his shots are like oversaturated. So let me see. Yeah, that's like um, what's this guy's name? Uh, John Hughes. John Hughes movies, in a sense. Yeah. How they're all kind of similar in, in a way. Like John Hughes, they're all like. So th- high school. Based. This is like a Wes Anderson theme where it's like, the colors are very vibrant. Yeah. And the undertones are very dull, so like things pop out a lot. Um, he just came out with a new movie. I believe it's called Asteroid City. Oh, that was him? Yeah. I haven't seen Asteroid City, but I've always seen like ads about it. So have I. Is it good? I haven't seen it. Oh. But I've seen the ads. But Yeah, that's why. It looks like very vibrant. Yeah, you're right. We had to watch the Grand Budapest Hotel for one of our AP seminar classes in high school. That was also Wes Anderson. Oh wow! I, and I know there's a few movie classes here. Yeah, take. I know there's core classes that are movies. That'd be fun, like senior year. It'd be fun. Just watch a movie. Watch a movie. I mean, I I sort of watch. I watched a movie for Spanish class. Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah, it's a good movie. Very weird. Very very weird. Um, I don't know. I, I can't even describe it. There's just a character in there that. The character's eyes, like the character could take out their eyes and like leave it there, but like they didn't have eye sockets like where they normally are. They were on the palms of their hands, Ugh. and they held up their hands like this, and it was like, oh, very. <laughs> that was a, that was an interesting movie to say the least. And it was, and it was in Spanish. Yeah, it was in wow. Spanish. You just watch it in Spanish. It's kind of it, I mean, in Spanish films are. The ones that I've watched for classes and stuff have been really good. There's one called Grand Hotel. That's like a TV show. I watched senior year of high school. And we were just going to watch like the beginning of it and then like have a like discussion on it. But we like loved it so much that we convinced our teacher to keep watching it. So like sometimes every friday we would just be like all right we're just watching grand hotel we're just like oh yeah and then post-graduation me and a couple of some friends still watched it because it had like a couple seasons and then i kind of stopped but we we watched it illegally (laughs) from a website which i forgot the name of um but yeah that was good and then there was another one that was good um I can't even remember. There was one more that was good that I know. But, like, s- movies that are in Spanish, good. The one that I just watched was in Spanish. Pain's Labyrinth was good, too. So. Yeah, we watched um, a show called Extra in Spanish class in high school. It essentially was a knockoff of the, sh- like, hit show Friends, but it was all in Spanish. And the acting was very subpar. <laughs> but it was very funny because it was so bad. It's like space balls. It was it was so funny. Can do Oh, there was uh and then last semester we watched What how am I going to forget the name of it? Oh, no. I forgot what it's called, but it was like a TV show that like <laughs> it was like in the 80s, I think. The one with the little boy. Yeah, the one with the kid and he saw some some nude women and he had some fantasized thoughts. This was in class. This was in class, yeah. So I thought that was funny. Very interesting. Very immature of me. But again, 
It was still decent. It was still decent. We still had to watch another episode, I think, for like a final or somewhere around there. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I think uh, again, Spanish film is is decent in my opinion. Got some good shows, some good soap operas. Sometimes. <laughs> Did we watch any movies together last year? Because we used to watch a lot in my room. We would just watch TV shows. Yeah. It was you. Too hot to handle. We watched this year too. <laughs> that was funny. Um, we watched Squid, Squid Games. Squid Games. That yes. Was a, that was a good rewatch. I guess we're starting the Spider-Man series now. Mm-hmm. We didn't even finish the first one because we started late. Yeah. Uh, was there another one? Um, the quarterback one, but I don't know. We're yeah, there's like the that. quarterback documentary of Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes glazing him even more. I remember last year before, like vividly. I think it was me, Quinn, Trey, and Jackson watched Beautiful Boy in our room right before our um, bio exam. And Beautiful Boy, for people who don't know, is like a really sad movie. It's about um, Steve Carell, who plays the father, and Timothy Chalamet, who plays the son. And the father get or the son gets roped into hard drugs, and it's just kind of about the dynamic between father and son, and the father realizing that the best thing for the son is to let him go mm. because he needs to learn on his own that you can't mess up so many times and ask for help. One instance is like he abused drugs and ended up in New York city. And they're from, I want to say California, San Francisco and Steve Carell flew all the way to New York to bring him home, put him in a care facility and he just like broke out and got worse again. So it was like a really sad movie about, a dad being there for his son but by being there for him like he has to let him go kind of it was so sad but i remember walking to our bio final like almost crying (laughs) and me and quinn were just like so sad and we finished with five minutes to go in the movie which the the last five minutes arguably are like the happiest yeah so we just saw all of the sad stuff you didn't took the exam which in and itself was really sad the exam was bad and then we went back and watched the rest of the movie so yeah wow that was a roller coaster of a night yeah i can't i don't really see my i'm not really a crier for movies i do get sad during movies like especially the one i just watched but i'm not i'm not a crier like some people are are you a crier no i don't cry during movies but beautiful boy i cried i'm not gonna lie i think the last movie i cried to was charlotte's web when i was a kid I've never seen Charlotte's Web. What? No. How is that even possible? I feel like I, that should be illegal. We had to read the book in third grade. Oh, well, if you read the book, then that counts. I don't think I read the book. The book is probably better. I think it was a sign, but I don't Oh, you didn't I read the book? It. All right, oh. I think you got to watch that. I have no clue. I just know it's about a pig and a spider, right? There's a lot more than that. Oh. I think you should watch it on your own time. Okay. It's a good experience it's to gonna have. It's going to make me cry. Uh, Maybe. I mean, I cried when I was a kid. But I mean, it's a it's a it's a really good movie. I feel like there's a lot of movies that you just haven't watched. Have you have you seen Star Wars? Yeah, I've seen a few of them. I used to watch it with my dad as a kid. Okay, good. Um, um, they also have um, we have a town. Uh, the village of Wauwatosa has a, a movie theater called the Rosebud, and it's just people used to donate their like sofas and couches, and it's literally just a a movie studio with just like so, like people's living room sofas mm-hmm. and they used to do like um saturday reruns of like old star wars movies yeah oh but that's fire yeah that's i've good i haven't seen all the star wars movies but i've seen a decent amount they're they're pretty damn good i haven't seen harry potter though neither have i yeah okay well at least we're we're there together i haven't seen harry potter i haven't read it um, shout out my aunt she's a huge harry potter fan I think well, I get like crucified because when I tell people, because I just never got into it. It's interesting. I just it sounds so interesting. I, I read like the first book last year because I brought it because yeah. I, I brought it. And I was like, oh, this is good, but never watched the movies. This I, may sound bad because uh, again, I've never read all the books and never read or seen all the movies, but I feel like the way that I view it, it's just always Voldemort trying to kill Harry, and then Harry lives, and then. Voldemort comes back later and tries to kill Harry. But yeah, I'll have probably. to watch it and read it to see if it's actually like that. There's, there's like eight, right? Yeah. There's eight. Also, like, if Harvard. you're a grown adult, 
aka Voldemort. Why are you chasing after like a 15 year old boy trying to kill him? Well, if my kid gets interested in Harry Potter, then that's when I'll watch it. Watch yeah. it with that boy or girl. But still, I don't know. There's, have you seen Goodwill Hunting? I started it and I didn't finish it. I got Whiplash. No. Whiplash is good. Yeah, you saw that the other day. I watched it with uh, Theodore because he's a drummer man. Um, That one's really good. I will say Pursuit of Happiness is one of my favorite movies. I haven't seen that one. Great movie. I should see it. We should watch it sometime. I need Brennan here to give me... Give me some. He'll give give me some tips. He'll give the honest takes. He'll keep us honest. Honestly, what I probably said about Harry Potter was probably very untrue, and he would have corrected me. You'd, yeah, he he would have been. He would know. <laughs> he would know. He would know. No, yeah. If if you're if you're like making a bet, I would take that he de- has watched the Harry Potter movies at least like eight times Four, each. Four. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh, well, I think we're, we're kind of running out of time here. So, any concluding thoughts? Any movies you, you plan on watching in the Should near future? Our favorite movie we've seen recently, our favorite, uh, or one we plan on watching, and just those two. <laughs> cool. Well, um, well, it is uh, It's coming to a time where you have to kind of con- wrap this up. But uh, we appreciate the listeners again, week in, week out. Appreciate you. We don't know who you are, but appreciate you. Um, there's a game on at 1 o'clock, so make sure to tune into that. Hopefully we get the W. Um, yeah, I think next week is National Marquette Day, so that should be a fun, a good time. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you, uh, we'll see you uh, all there when uh, we get there. See you all there when we get there. Yep, that's what we're going to conclude on. All right, we'll see everybody later. Have a good weekend and a good week. We'll see you.